Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. The session will start in five minutes. Request to keep your cameras on to get the priority on the Zoom call. Guys, we get with the callers. Um, today is March 2nd. The time is about uh, 3, uh, 4.30 p.m. Radio NPC has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hands. If you are a newcomer, please let us know. Um, please let us know that you're a newcomer and uh, please put your camera on if you're a newcomer and you let us know you're a newcomer, okay? Vijay Singh? Hi, Ravi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, Vijay. Yeah, I have a, I have a couple of questions. So, number one is, so I have a EB three four eighty five already pending, uh, applied in twenty twenty October. Now, uh, now looks like I'm looking to interfile uh, into my EB two. Now, the problem is that you know I have multiple approved iron forties. Uh, the current iron forty that I have with the current employer, that is that. Priority date is May 2014, but I have one more approved older I-140, which is uh, which is still current, which is current under EB2. So can I request USCIS to port that priority date from the old I-140 and still be able to interfile? Why did not you port it? I what actually, happened? I missed it actually. I mean, the problem is that, you know, uh, this, the second I-140 got approved earlier than before the previous one. So I could not do it and I did not, I kind of ignored it all this while. So that's why now I'm realizing it. I would. Yeah. So I didn't understand which got approved when? One you got approved in 2014, one got approved in 2012. Are you telling that? Both got approved in 2014, but there was, there was like one got before and one got after. There was some time. Why is the 2012 got approved in 2014? No, both are in. Uh, I don't know. One that is not 2012. That is 2013. Okay, you have one 2013, one 2014 right now. Right, right. The prior date is not okay. Uh, yeah. 2013 is, 2013 is current. So it's not ported into this one properly. You mean to say? Correct. Correct. Uh, that's going to confuse them. You can try. You won't lose anything. You can try. So you should can. I first raise a service request to update my update the priority of my current I-140, then apply interfile or just go ahead and yeah. interfile? 
you should do that you should do that okay service request first then interfile right that's right you won't lose anything i mean you are not you're going to be still eb3 or eb2 2014 at the most so you won't lose anything i'll try if i will okay that's doable right i mean you can try whether it's going to work or not i don't know if okay, you want perfect. it you have to file an i140 um eb2 again and then get it endorsed into this one and then try to do it that is a proper way but you can try this method to see if it works it works it won't harm you def definitely sure. next person uh, okay thank you umesh uh hi rahul thanks for taking the call uh so i have a question regarding the i140 i got my i140 approved from company a and i moved to company b and uh, it is almost 3 years and they had uh, withdrawn my i140 okay and i can see that status online saying that it's withdrawn and uh, in company b i recently started the i140 process and uh, uh, it's in premium now wait so, wait 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 when did your i140 got approved the first one got approved on uh, 2019 when did you move out of the company uh in 2020 after 180 days after it's yes or yes. is before uh, okay got it after 180 days and after i moved out right they did a withdrawn of the i140 and okay. yeah and uh, uh, like uh, now i'm uh, getting one more i140 with my current company and it's in process and now i got another offer okay if i move to the third company and uh, if the second company i140 gets approved and if they revert it within 180 days will they be it doesn't matter it doesn't matter for you you have the 2019 one approved and yeah. withdrawn after 180 days you're safe it doesn't matter what happens with the second i140 okay yeah thank you rahul thanks for thanks. that thanks. yeah thanks for some shrileka yeah hi rahul uh, uh my my ex employer has filed an h1b for a petition for uh, in 2021 and he just got an approval notice uh, and he has been me yesterday stating that he got approval notice and when i check the case number it is mentioned that he got an uh, approved on august uh, 9th 2021 but my my current employer is again filing i mean registering for the new h1 cap so would there be any issues or what are the steps which i have to take so would you are you are not moving to that company that got the h1b approval uh no then you are violating so you got you right now you are an f1 and they got the h1 approval is right yes uh, i because i moved to a company b because uh, yeah, i was not i didn't get, uh, because he just got the notice yesterday but Remember? when he passed an h1 i was not i was i just moved to a different company yeah. because This he didn't get any receipt notice this h1b is a change of status from f1 to h1 is right uh no actually i'm still on the stem opt uh, on my uh, service portal it shows us still stem opt but my uh, ex employer just states yesterday that uh, uh, my appro- my h1 has been approved is it approved with the i94 do you know uh no he's just giving the case number but when i ask when i ask him the i94 and the k uh, and the receive approved receipt notice he's not willing to share that 
Well, we need to know whether it's approved with the I-94 or not. Okay. If it's approved with the I-94, you have to join that company. Otherwise, you're violating the status. Okay. So if I'm if I'm not willing to join the company, do I have to? Do they have to withdraw the petition? If if they withdraw the petition, you'll go out of status. If you don't want to join the company, what do you want to do? Sit at US and do what? No, I'm actually working for a company. Uh, my firm, my current yeah, employee. You cannot work for your current company because your H-1B is approved. If the H-1B is approved with the I-94, you cannot work with your current company now. Ye- yes, but the receipt, he just, uh, he's mentioning that he yeah, just got to get- find out. There are ways to find out. Okay. But at this point of time, I don't want to speak to a darkness. I want to see in the light. If you want to know, you can have a consultation with a lawyer and we'll find out how we can get, we'll tell you how to get the I-94. Okay. But okay. if is there and you continue working with this current company, you'll be violating your status. Uh, exactly. So that is the first, that's the question which I had. Next person, please. Yeah. Thank you. Kiran. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I have this question. My wife is on H4 uh, for the last uh, 15 years. Uh, in 2019, company A applied H1B under counselor processing. Uh, so it has been lottery and got approved. Uh, she was still maintaining her H4 status until today. Uh, company B is filing H1, uh, just filed an H1B using the company A uh, approval, uh, which was through counselor processing. Can she apply H1B or? Or does she have to go lottery again? She has to go to the lottery again. The reason is that if you get the I-94, if you don't get an I-94 and you don't get the H-1B stamping, technically you're not counted towards H-1B number. So at this point of time, she is not counted towards the H-1B number. Okay. But the, 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 only option, the only option is that if the same old company that got H1B approved in 2019, and if that H1B is still valid, they can file a change of status application without subject to the lottery, not company B. Company B has already filed H1B petition, but I don't know, the lawyer did not know the, uh, did not alert us on this. What can we do at this point? Uh, is it going to be denial? There are some cases we have seen approval. Most of them get denied, but there are some cases that accidentally get approved. So try, it's already done. So see how your luck will prevail, okay? If it, if it accidentally gets approved, is it going to be a problem in the future? No, it's not, no, it's not going to be a problem in the future. I, USA is not going to go back and uh, the H1B because, hey, we accidentally approved it. You're right. Happen? I've not seen that happen. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Jyoti? Uh, yeah. Hi, hi um, thanks for your time. Um, I, I've applied 485 in December 2020 for both myself and my son. I've received EAD and advanced parole recently under EB3, um, but my son hasn't received anything. Uh, when I applied, he was like 13 years old, but now he is 15 years old. My first question is, uh, does he need fingerprint um, if, you know, for the... Since he is 15. Uh, they, are, they are sending the people fingerprints notices without us paying any extra money now. So okay. you don't have to do anything. They will send the fingerprint notice for him. 
Okay. So on my second question, uh, since he hasn't, uh, uh, there is no um, uh, any update on his application. Is there any way we can expedite the process to get his no, EAD? I, or... I do not have any way of expedited process though. Congressman not working. Ombudsman not working. Uh, Emma not working. Uh, expedited request through service request not working. For 2% of the people it's working, I don't know why it works for them. I don't know why it doesn't work for the 98% of the people. If I know a method to expedite, my line from my office will be all the way from Houston to Dallas. When you mm -hmm. find a way, you let me know. Next person, please. Thank you. Thank you. Sanjoy? Hi, Rahul, am I audible? You are. Yeah, hi. Thanks for giving this opportunity. Actually, I have applied my 485 14 months back. It is in EB1, and I have already received my combo card, EAD plus AP. EB1C, did you have your I-140 approved? Yes. So I-140 is already approved in EB1. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, my L1A expired in January 2022. So now I have moved to EAD. But you have an EAD, okay. Yes. So an AP is also there. Now I have a family emergency back in India and I need to travel. Now my question is, if I travel on AP, will there be any impact on my in ongoing process of 485? Absolutely not. That's the whole reason why you got an advanced parole. Okay, no doubt I have is like, in case they want to approve it, since it's already been 14 months. Even if it's retrogresses, you will not have any problem in your green card if you travel an advanced parole. Okay, can it have a problem if I get a uh, interview notice in between and if I don't respond on time? If you get an interview notice, take the next flight and come back. Okay, I mean, since I'm not here, I may not be able to get the notice and I may not be able to respond say, for a, a month. Have a friend open the lockbox and give it to them so that they keep opening that. Also, you can you can make a my USCIS account, okay, and mm -hmm. you can and you can figure it out if they will call for an interview. That is the best thing to do. Okay. Okay, so but there will be an update. Yeah, okay. there will be an update. Don't let the interview pass just like that. Okay. Okay, sure. And the last question I have, in case 485 get approved while I'm outside US, will I be able to travel you back? Still, with you, can still, you can still come back and EAD. Absolutely, you can. Okay. okay. Next person. Thank you so much. That's all. Thank you. Dipti? Give me one second. Okay. One second. Okay. Give me one second. Sure, sure. Catherine, can you hear me? Yes, Rahul. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. Sure. Yeah. So uh, my um, yeah EB um, I have my EB two uh, approved one forty and uh, my um, priority date was like July twenty fourteen. And in my previous company, they downgraded to EB3 and they applied uh, my uh, 485. And then I changed a different company. Now I'm under EB3, everything. Uh, um, so my wife uh, couldn't get along with my 485 because she was in India on some emergency. So now mm -hmm. um, my dates are moving, of course, back and forth. But 
she has no 485 application with me so uh, what is the best way to tackle her situation like and i got an rfe for the medical test so if i submit that am i like close to getting the gc and if that is a no, case no 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 where is she right now she's she is in the us she is with me now but uh, what is your priority date you said uh, 20 july 2014 okay so if you file the medical also they cannot grant you the green card though right because so, yeah so yeah so what's the best case scenario for her how 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 can i get her on to my gc application like 485 currently b3 uh, uh, with the current company you cannot un- until the until the filing dates or other things don't come in you cannot you can just okay. file you can just file you can respond to the medical okay and then when the when the filing when the final ending dates or final action date become current you file for her that's all okay so when the final action date becomes current uh, so that time can i file for her or do i have to wait for the filing dates so filing uh, yeah if so the file. filing dates become current and they allow you to file you can otherwise you will have to wait whatever the dates when they allow you to file you wait okay by the final action or the filing date Okay and uh, one more one more question is it a good idea Thank you I'll have to go to the next person okay Okay sure okay no Harikant Hey thank you uh, can you hear me Rahul Yes Great Hey uh, really appreciate what you're doing here Rahul uh, I'm ca- I'm talking on behalf of my friend so my friend uh, he got a H1B in 2016 and he went to visa interview in India Uh, he got told 221g asking more documentation about his project about the client uh, client letter uh, but unfortunately his client did not help him so the sorry case... sorry give me one minute one minute guys give me one minute okay uh, sorry you can go ahead with the question Harikant you have to unmute Okay great thank you I appreciate it So uh, I'm talking on behalf of behalf of my friend so my friend uh, he got his H1 approved in 2016 cap so uh, he he's in India when he got his uh, H1 so he went to visa appointment and he got 221g uh, in 2016 you're speaking about 2016 2016 that's right Okay so in 2016 uh, he got approved for 3 years until 2019 so he went for visa interview interviewer got asked for more information about the employer unfortunately uh, mm-hmm. his employer did not support it so this case is still showing as no reason mm-hmm. so uh, i have two questions now can mm-hmm. we go to a new employer if a new employer is willing to do that now no because he is technically not counted to the h1b number until the passport is stamped his passport is not stamped so it's not counted to the h1b number got you so my second question is can he apply for a new cap now can he go for a new yes. lot yes year? absolutely he can okay great that's all i need thank you very much thank you bagaraj yeah can you hear me now yes i can okay thank you rahul for the help uh, my n4 n400 application is in progress and it is almost 2 years and uh, my green card is also about to expire in next 5 6 months uh, so mm-hmm. if i renew my green card how long is it going to take and uh, can i go outside 
the country while the renewal is in progress? While the green card renewal is in progress, you can. My question is, while the green card expires, you have to get the permission from USCIS. Uh, for traveling outside the country? Yeah, they will give us passport stamping. You have to get the passport. Okay. And uh, how do I get that stamping done? I'm sorry, what? How do I get that stamping? Like, do I? Uh, you'll have to make an InfoPass appointment. Do you have to make an appointment with the uh, online and they will give you an appointment and then you go there, they will stamp your passport saying that you're allowed to travel for, you, you have a green card, you're allowed to travel for a particular given time, like three months or six months. Okay. And how long normally the green card application, I mean, renewal takes? Anywhere between four months to about eight months is the time right now. Okay. And if I switch job, will they, are you? I mean, no, 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 job has nothing to do with this. Okay. I mean, when my green card is expired, what will be my I-9 submission? If you have the citizenship, you have the green card renewal uh, application receipt notice, that will be approved for the I-9. Okay. Okay. Sure. And, and I don't have to do this renewal for everybody in the house, right? I can do it only for myself. If I'm going, to, I'm the only person to travel out. Yeah, it's not needed to do it because even if it expires, doesn't mean you, you go out of status, you're still in status. But just a driving license and certain other things will become a problem. That's all. Okay. 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 Yeah. Next person, please. Thank you. Sham Kumar. Sham Kumar, is that uh, what you've mentioned? Yes. yes. Hello. Good evening, uh, Rahul. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, this is Sham Kumar, and uh, I had uh, actually filed my uh, refiled my EB two in two thousand twenty one of December, uh, which uh, which is with NBC. My EB three downgraded uh, was done on December of two thousand twenty, which is with Texas Center. Uh, so my priority date is March twenty third, two thousand twelve. Uh, so back in 2020, uh, so my H-1B extension was denied when there was a Trump era. So my uh, employer back then, he had joined a class action lawsuit and the courts had adjudicated in November of 2020 uh, and favored me, uh, favored me and my employer. And so my H-1 was reinstated, retrograding back to, from 2020 onwards. So my question here is, is it going to affect my uh, green card or 45 in any way because of the class action that my employer had? So I was just wondering. Absolutely uh, not. No, it does not. It does not affect you, sir. You're fine. Gayatri, Sham is it still there? No, yes. Sham Kumar? Yes, uh, thank you, uh, Rahul. Next person, please. Yeah, okay. Srini. Hey, Rahul. Uh, good evening. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, and uh, I have uh, my EB2-140 approved with my previous employer uh, with the priority date March 2013, which is uh, current starting today. Uh, but with my new employer, I switched like two years ago and filed EB3 and everything concurrently at that mm -hmm. time. So what is the best option? Should I check with my previous employer and go back to him or file a new uh, 140 with the current employer in premium processing and file interfile to California Center? So, so wait, 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 wait. Um, 
with regards to the current employer, you filed an EB-3. Was yes. the labor certification approved in EB-2 or EB-3? Uh, labor certification, I think they put both the options in there. If they put both the options, you'll be better off filing an I-140 with this current company rather than going back to the old company. Okay. Okay. So now, does it whether or not whether or not you uh, whether or not you should do the interfiling or refiling? If you maintain the non-immigrant status, though, you can refile or interfile just like the previous caller did. So it's okay. up to you what you need to do. But if okay. but it it's a better strategy for you to get an I-140 approved under EB-2 with the current company. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. And uh, does does the perm needs to be active, like uh, after 180 days? No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Okay. No, need back. As long as it meets the EB2 requirement, you're in good shape. Next okay. person, please. Thank you. Niladri? Hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking this call. So I downgraded. I'm audible, right? Okay. I downgraded to EB3, got my 140 approved and uh, got EAD. Uh, but my my uh, priority date is 14 October. So should I, can I start using EAD or should I wait for next year to see how wait, 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 wait. Have, What is the priority date? 2000, October 2014. Yes. And you have the I-140, underlying I-140 approved. Everything approved, yes. Yeah, I mean, if I were you, I would use the EAD. I wear you, I use the EAD. Or should I wait if I need to refile next year for EB2 if EB2 progresses, uh, depending on the situation? <laughs> you you always have the option of interfiling EB2, though, even you use the EAD. So 2014, if I were you, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'll tell you what I would do if I were you. Based on these current circumstances, I got my green card 29, 25 years ago, okay? Based on the current circumstances though, I would, I would in, in your shoes, I will still use the EAD. Why I'm waiting? Because because of my daughter who is 12 years old and India born. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's up to you. That's, I would still use the EAD 12 years, but nah. What what's the, what's the salary increment you're going to get if you use the EAD? I'm not changing. I'm not changing switching job. Oh, with the current job, company only, you're going to extend the H1B. What to say? Yes, because maybe next year, if there are cons consulates are closed, then maybe next year will be also fall follower, right? Means. Yeah, it's a judgment call. You're telling me to predict the priority date based on your twelve-year-old daughter, which you know that I'm the worst predictor. So I will give give the judgment to you. Okay, next person, please. Thank it's you. a judgment call. Okay, it's very tough. I can't take the call. Yeah. Next person. Hi, Rahul. Uh, uh, I moved to US in 2015 uh, on a company A, and then in 2018 I switched to company B. Uh, in 2019 I moved from New Jersey to Denver, and. Uh, uh, in 20, 2021, last year, there was a site visit and uh, she asked me why there was no amendment filed and the pay slips are not matching with LCA. So she gave me a lawyer for which my company responded. But before the response was given, I switched to as a full time uh, and my H1 got approved. But uh, and, uh, later, subsequently, that lawyer got denied and my H1B got revoked. So my question is, I'm planning to send my family to India in uh, May. 
I booked a slot in DS160. I have not mentioned anywhere about this. Is that a problem? What status you are in right now? I'm on H1B. You said in Noir, uh, what happened to the notice of intent to revoke? Uh, my the attorneys uh, replied, but uh, I got a mail saying that it got denied. Oh, it got denied. That means that they have revoked it. Yeah, revoked it. Yeah. But before that revocation happened, I moved to a full-time employee with a new H1 and that got approved. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't see any problem. She can she can go and apply for the H4. So, in the while care. filing the H4, uh, H4, do I have to mention anywhere in the DS-160 that, uh, you know, the previous H1B got uh, revoked or something? That is H1B. She is applying for H H4 though. So, not a so problem. Right? She is fine. Yeah, sure. So I don't see so, any problem. Uh, so I'm also planning to go uh, maybe in uh, July or something like that. So when I go, should oh, I, you, I, want you to, I want you to consult me privately on that because there's a column in there where you have to answer yes. So that's the reason for her, she's fine. For you, I want you to consult privately. Okay. Thank you, Ron. Next person, please. Nitin. Hey, thank you very much, Rahul. Uh, for taking the call. Uh, also, the, the thing is like, um, I was uh, originally in the EB2 category and then we did the concurrent filing in EB3 in December, 2020. So both the I-140s are approved uh, and then fingerprints are also done, but there has not been any update since September, 2021 when the fingerprints were done. Uh, in February, uh, we did the, the I-485J interfile to the California office. I was just wondering if uh, you were mentioning like a couple of weeks, you will get more data or analysis around like how the I-485 filing is going through. That no receipt notices, no receipt notices. No receipt notices. There is somebody in the Google that said that somebody, somebody, they heard somebody, 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 somebody that got approved, which I don't trust it because I want people like you to tell me that whom I directly speak with. Yeah. No receipts, no approval notice, no updates, nothing. It's been more than one month now. Gotcha. And all just one thing. So in my case, where priority date is September 2011, like what do you suggest? Should I still at this point, should I still do the need? That is, that is a judgment call. That is a real judgment call. Okay. Okay. That is a real judgment call. Previously, I thought these people will pull out all the upgrades, approve it. They didn't. So it's a judgment call. Word. And what did you say your priority date is? September 2011. September 2011. I don't want you to do anything. It's current in both. It's current in both. Correct. It's current in both. I definitely, I, I definitely, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about it. I take back. Okay. I definitely, I don't want you to do anything. Okay. Okay. We'll wait and no see. Default. No interfiling. No. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Next person. Thank you. Thank you very much. Jatin. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Thank you for the opportunity again. Uh, I just, so based on the previous discussion, I mentioned that my F, I'm currently on F1 and I had a previous H1, which was, I utilized almost six years. I've been on the FM status since uh, 2018. Now I want to go back to H1 or, uh, in once my F1 status expires in June 23. Uh, the question is, I have been away from nine months and I know it takes, like you mentioned, one year. 
can i saw uh, i saw a term or a point in the rules that says if they brief trips for business or pleasure can be can be uh, can do not discontinue the total amount so if i have been for 9 months can i consider the period from november till now as that brief trip for business or pleasure and then go back to india and then for the remaining 3 months in order to satisfy that 12 month away, uh, staying away from the country for getting a new h1 right now you are in you are in india is right uh, i am in the united states right now since november of last year so where are you present in india for one year uh for, so since uh, i was i went to india in feb 21 i came back to the us in november 21 and uh, my question is from november 21 to now can that be considered as a brief trip for now, now that's not a brief trip you're staying here right now you're yeah. left on visa yes that's not a brief trip. okay so then the alternate that i had to go back to an h1 was uh, to get uh, a 140 approved because this is not enough time to have it waiting for 365 days because the perm process will take so much time so the perm get through the perm process file f140 in um, in premium processing and then get it approved in order to file an uh, extension on my prior h1 is that correct that is correct that should have been your priority from the day one you entered into the united states okay my only concern or constraint with that is i would like to pursue higher studies go back to doing a phd or a mba now if i have 140 approved will that conflict if i go back to try to study no it will not because i, I what i based on the research uh, what i on google what i saw people are uh, skeptical having getting back on f1 with uh, 140 approved because they both conflict in intention are going for the f1 stamping it will create a problem okay. since you already have the stamping for the next 4 years it doesn't create any problem my stamping uh, expires in august 23 and most likely when i join uh, if i earliest i would be able to join higher studies would be fall 23 that september 23 so the stamping would have already expired by then you can even after the stamping expires you can stay in united states but if you visit india that is yeah. going to create a problem after september 2023 Okay, so that means if I join a program, I should stay here for until I finish it. If I have one forty, yeah. that will be better. Okay, that will be a lot for us. Thank you. Shrikant. Hi, my name is Shrikant. Thanks for picking me up. I'm uh, currently working in US on L one B visa that's uh, getting expired next year, first of January. I have is that, um, is that five year is that the five years expiration that is correct yes uh, and I have a company who is willing to file H1 visa um, my question is I have two questions the first question is do, will will I have to go back to India to get my uh, H1 stamp to continue in US no you can file a change of status from L1B to H1B and you do not okay. have to go outside the country. but then it will give me only one year of uh, of visa well that's all you're eligible for you can't get more than that if you want to get a six years of h1b you have to go to india stay there for one year come back and apply for the lottery uh, i'm sorry you i missed you uh, can you please repeat i have you're only eligible for one year of h1b you're not eligible for more than that right 
So if I want the six years of uh, visa, do I, what do I have to do? If you want six years of the visa, then you have to first go outside the country, stay there for one year, then apply for the lottery. I was uh, back in India for one year. Like uh, I came here this uh, last September. But before that, I was there back in India for one year. Is it a total one-year period you were there? Yes, yes. Is that period deducted from your L1 five years, the period you spent outside the country? Yes. Okay. Yeah, still you are still continuing on L1 visa right now. So um, when is the last time that you came after one year absence outside the country? Um, I came here September uh, 11 last year. That is 2021? Yes. Well, then you're counting your six years from September 2021, not from the time you, you came in, because you have an absence of, you have an absence of one year outside the country. Do you see my point? Yeah. So you're not well, eligible for one year of H-1B, you're, you may be eligible for five years of H-1B, or four years and 11 months. No, um, I, I think I'm, I'm uh, not explaining me properly. Uh, I, I got my visa, first visa back in 2016. So I spent a little bit of time back in India, a little bit of time here in US. Okay, so totally be... I spent five uh, years. You said you, said, you said you came to United States last time in September 2011, 2021. Before, Recently. How, how long were you in India at that time? One year. More than one year or less than one year? Uh, about one year and 15 days. To be so, it's, so to answer my question, it's more than one year? Yes. Okay. Then you started six years from September 2021. It doesn't okay. matter what you said before. Okay. You started six years from September 2021. So you are eligible for five years of H1B. Next person, please. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for your answer. Godavari. Hi, uh, thanks for your time. Uh, I'll take the next two callers, guys, and after that, I'll finish. Yes, Godavari, Mr. Godavari, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, uh, is it legal to fill multiple uh, H1B file petition for me from different, different employees? Through the lottery system? Yeah, yeah, through lotteries. Because I am in India, so... I'm approaching multiple yeah. employees to fill that. Yeah, yeah. They, we consider that as a fraudulent activity. A lot of these companies, what happen is that they bust out. They, they operate from India itself. They bust out and they go back. You will be the person who will be suffering. I would recommend don't do that. I mean, employees are in, uh, right now they are in US only. They're operating from US and... Uh, yeah, they will keep on changing the companies. What happens is that I've been practicing in immigration law from past 27 years. This batch of young guys keep coming in. They make some money. Some of them go to jail. Some of them have a compromise. Then the new batch comes in. These okay. fraudulent guys keep coming in all the time. The persons, you will be suffering very lot if you entertain these people. Okay. They don't, so how, would, how would the job will be there for you waiting for six months? And this consulting company will have a job with Pepsi for six months, they'll wait. I don't trust it. 
and the USCIS doesn't trust it. What they do is that they approve these H-1Bs, which is a very saddening thing, only to cut down the number of H-1Bs to be given. To, to, to given. So I do not recommend. Watch my video that we did it two weeks ago, okay? Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Kartik. Kartik. Hi, uh, hi Rahul, sorry, I wasn't muted. Um, uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, <clears throat> right now I'm on uh, uh, EB3 EAD advanced parole. Uh, back in 2020, I downgraded from EB2 to EB3 with a different I-140. Um, <clears throat> in the month of August, I went to India and came back on uh, parole. Uh, right now I'm on parole. Um, now my priority date is moving in uh, EB2. Uh, right now, my priority date is in May 16, uh, 2013. Uh, <clears throat> by I think April bulletin, I think it will be current. Uh, so my next, my biggest question is, um, uh, <clears throat> if I go ahead and do interfiling, uh, I do not know how fast it's going to move, but I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm, um, I have to go to India to get married. Um, so if I do an interfiling, am I uh, putting myself at and closing the doors. Um, the girl that you are getting married, where is she? She is in India. How do you plan to bring her here, though, if you're going to use the advanced parole? Uh, I have underlying uh, H1B for until 2024. My attorney so is saying that I can still bring her on H4. Aha. Uh -huh. So make sure that you get the H1B stamping when you go there, though. Okay. And don't interfile right now for you. I don't want you to get the green card right now. Right. So I've been pushing back on that one. But in case if I get green card, uh, what what are the... Uh, if you get the, the green card, if you want to bring her, it may take anywhere between two to three years. Two to three years. Okay. And then she has to uh, have her own um, independent visa in case she has to travel. Right. Uh, she's most probably not eligible for anything other than... Uh, uh, she, she won't be eligible for anything other than um, H1 or L1. She won't be eligible for B2 or F1, okay? Okay. And let me tell you one thing. If you have any intention to marry, okay, don't interfile. Don't interfile, okay? And try okay. to get married as soon as possible. Okay. Yeah, thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. Arul Raj. Hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, good evening, Rahul. Uh, see, actually, I have uh, applied for H1 and uh, H4 extension on August 2020. And then my H1 got approved on October 2020. But mm -hmm. H4 got denied on April 17, 2021. Why? They said, like, uh, you didn't come for uh, fingerprint, but we didn't receive any mail. On that. You need to put off the phone and make a consultation with the lawyer, okay? Right. I actually, we have filed I-290B. And then uh, I want, I, it's a very lengthy discussion. I can't have it in this one minute. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, sure, Robert. Thank you. Next person, please. 
bad idea 290b letting her here okay very bad idea i don't know who the lawyer is next person please kirti the last person today hi rahul thanks for taking the call so i lost a passport which had f1 visa and then i filed for a police report and got a new passport issued here in us so when i travel back to and later i found the old passport so when i travel back to india can i use the visa in the lost passport or no no you can't use that you have to apply for the visa stamping you may not be eligible for dropbox okay i have to go for f1 stamping again right don't use that passport anywhere because you may be put in jail okay the reason is that the indian government reports it to the to the whatever the network that they have that this is a fraudulent passport and why the consulates or everybody is very skeptical about these passports is i'll tell you why there are some people who use these passports fraudulently they intentionally lose it so they intentionally give it to other people and they get paid for it okay and bad people use this passports so you try to use it you will be in great 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 trouble okay okay so it won't Thank be you. a problem right now i'm on stem opt and if it won't be a problem if i go for f1 visa stamping again you will have a very tough time getting the visa if you are on stem opt right now to get the stamping i would recommend not to travel at all okay oh, okay yeah Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at uh, at eleven uh, thirty a.m. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Gayatri, for us. No problem. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.